Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, church, and everybody else who's watching. I'm glad that you can join us this morning um, for this morning's sermon. Uh, my name is Philip, and I'm our discipleship director at Every Nation Vintuk. And I'm really glad that you can join us this morning. And so what we're going to do before we get into the message, we're going to pray for the nation. So we're a church that exists to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, and socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. Our heart beats for the nations. Um, But this particular morning, we're not going to pray for a specific nation. We're going to pray for the world because I believe um, the whole world needs prayer. We need to stand in the gap for the whole world. So I want to invite you to join me in prayer this morning. So let's bow our heads and let's pray to God for for the world. So Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, that we can just come into your presence. We thank you for a time that we can hear the word. But Lord, I specifically thank you right now, God, for the world. Father, you know the uncertainty we live in. You know exactly what's happening. God, you're the God who who created the world. Father, in six days, Lord, and on the seventh you rested. Father, there's nothing, as your word says, that's that's created, that is not created um, by you or that you did not create or you did not allow to be created. Father, so we can rest in that. But Lord, I pray that your peace, Father, that transcends all knowledge, God, would be all over the world. Father, I pray that you use our current time, Father, to bring glory Glory to your mighty name. Lord, I pray that during a time like this, God, that you will draw all the world to you, Father, that every knee will bow to your mighty name. So, Lord, we just stand in the gap this morning for the world, Father, for every nation, every single nation of this world. Father, that every person that you created, Father, we speak your life over them uh, in this morning. So, Father, we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now we're, we're going to go into the message. And, but before we do that, I just want to tell you that I miss gathering with you physically. I miss coming together. I miss the morning services. I miss the evening service. I miss seeing you. I miss the laughter. I miss the joy. I miss the frustration of serving. I miss guys showing up late. I miss all of that. Um, so I am really excited and hopeful that we will joy, rejoin together physically soon. Um, but for the time being, this is the best that we got. So this morning, I'm going to conclude for us the three-week sermon series called The Blood Covenant. And so this morning, I'm going to talk about, the, I titled this message, The Virus and the Cure. And so we are all aware in the time that we are living, because we're all on lockdown, that there's a, there's a virus that currently has shook the whole world. It has brought the whole world to a standstill. It has, it has brought economic um, uh, turmoil that we have never experienced before. And this is due to just one virus. And so just a little bit of background. I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know too much about it. But the basics that I know is that the one sign that people do have it is or the one place that the, the COVID-19, the virus attacks is the lungs. And it, it causes then breathing problems. And what it does in the lungs, it attacks two main uh, cells. And what it tries to do with the body, it tries to break the body down and let the whole immune system go haywire and actually bring forth destruction. And the crazy part about this virus is that it gets transmitted or it gets uh, uh, given over to others like a normal flu. It's through a cough or a sneeze and the droplets of someone's cough or a sneeze gets passed on to another person. And in those droplets and in those sneezes, uh, when people speak or, or, or cough, 
um, the virus could be given to all of us. But so therefore we, we have, we exercise personal hygiene and we, we keep our distance and we do not attend places that um, can possibly be a threat to our lives. And I believe the reason that might be that the whole world is on lockdown is because one, this, the, the rapidness of how this virus has been spreading. Secondly, because we possibly, or we, we at this moment, we do not have the cure yet. But this morning, I want to share with you a virus that has claimed more lives, destroyed more lives than any other virus up to the existence of time. Nothing else up to this point and this moment that we are preaching has ever claimed more lives or destroyed more lives. And this virus is called sin. And so how we're going to define sin is sin is anything that does not conform to the moral law of God. So sin is anything that does not conform, conform to the moral law of God. So that is what sin is. And sin comes and it attacks the body and it also tries to break the body down. And so the aim of sin, it attacks the body to break the body down. And we know that it says when sin is fully grown, it brings forth death. So James 1 verse 15 says to us that when sin is fully grown, it brings forth death. But here's the difference. So the COVID-19 and any other virus attacks a body to break the body down and possibly the end of everything might be death. But the difference between the virus COVID-19 and any other virus and this virus, which is called sin, is the different deaths that it brings to our our bodies or brings to us as the human life. So the COVID-19, the only thing that it can attack is our physical life. It can bring death that we're currently living on this earth. But what sin can do because of its deadly sting can determine our eternal life. So it can determine our eternal life. It can determine if we're going to spend eternity to the left or it's going to determine if we're going to spend eternity to the right. Now that's the ability that sin has and sin wants to come and break down. And we know that sin breaks down many things currently in the whole, uh, in, in people's lives. It breaks down families. It breaks down purpose. It breaks down their lives. It wants to come and disrupt. It breaks down identity. It brings emptiness to people. And that's the, the effect of sin. And the moment we keep living or keep entertaining it or keep having sin in our lives, it can have a, 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 a tragic end to our lives so what do we need we need something or someone to come and take away the sin we need something or someone as we're all hoping for this virus and we're all hoping to come out of our homes again we're all hoping to come into the streets and enjoy everybody again we need something we need a cure to come and take away this COVID-19 that we can be healed from it and not that does not affect the human body in the same way we need something or someone that can come and take the cure or can come and take the way the sting or the effects of sin. And so we need someone that would come and remove sin from our lives as far as the east and the west is from one another. And here's the true reality that we all need to face is that we are all affected by sin. One way or another, sin has entered into our human bodies and it is affecting us. So we need something or someone to come and remove 
this sin from our lives. And Psalms 103 verse 12 gives us the answer. It says, as far as east and west is from one another, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. So far does he remove our transgressions from us. So Psalms 103 points to a person. It says he is able to remove our transgressions from us. If, if, if that is what we need, we need to find out who is this he. Who is this he? Because it's this he that is able to remove our sin from us and cure us from this deadly virus. And John 1 verse 29 gives us the answer. It says, this he is the Lamb of God. It says, behold, the the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so we know there's this Lamb of God who has the ability to take away the sin of the world, but the sin of the world cannot be taken away without the shedding of blood. And so Hebrews 9 verse 22 says to us, says to us, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So even though the Lamb of God could come, if the Lamb of God does not get slain, there is no forgiveness for the sins of the men. There's nothing. Not, it cannot wipe us away. It cannot cure us. So we needed the Lamb of God to come, this perfect sacrifice, but He needed to come and be slain for our sin. And here's the good news today for you and I, wherever you may find yourself, is that this Lamb of God did come. And this Lamb of God did come. And this Lamb of God lived the life that you and I should have lived and died the death that you and I should have died in our places. And on the third day, He rose from the dead, proving that He's the Son of God. He was proving that He's the Lamb of God. He was proving that He was the one that would conquer death and nothing can, can have a hold on Him. Nothing and anybody who's in Him can experience and have the forgiveness of sin. So that's the good news is that this Lamb of God comes and restores us. This Lamb of God comes and redeems us as we know. So this Lamb of God is the cure that we have all our lives been looking for and it says to us now Jesus being our cure Ephesians 1 verse 6 Ephesians 1 verse 7 says in him we have the redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to riches of his grace so in him in the lamb of God we have now redemption we are redeemed we are purchased if you had any guilt any shame it's been bought from you it's been taken from you and the forgiveness of your trespasses the way you fail to conform to the moral law of God has been purchased and you're now through him in the redemption of him through his blood you're forgiven of your sins it's been wiped from you not are you just forgiven you're reconciled so imagine you you're coming back and you're being reconciled to the God of heaven and earth and then not are you reconciled you're justified the punishment that you should have had was taken from you not are you only justified now you're being sanctified as God is saying in the in the beginning was God and he created us in his image and now you're being sanctified back into his image that you look like him and and your whole life is like him your thoughts are like him your actions are like him you're leading your household like he would have led his household you're just becoming more like him in everything you do and you're also healed you're healed from all past transgressions or future transgressions you're healed from your physical bodies God has healed us because the Lamb of God came to purchase our sin so once again there's this virus 
that has affected the whole humanity, all the human race. And we needed something or someone to come and remove it from us as far as the east and the west is from one another. And this cure was Jesus, the Lamb of God. And here's the result. So Jesus purchases us with his blood. He starts, we are justified, we're reconciled, we are, we, are, um, we are sanctified and he heals us. And here's the result. It says, now in him, in him, the Lamb of God, you in him um, through faith. So in him, through faith, we may enter God's presence with boldness and confidence. Imagine how amazing is that. Now the fact that God came, the Lamb of God, He gets slain, and now we can go in Him through faith and we can enter the presence of God. Imagine you can enter into the, the presence of the God of, of heaven and earth. You can enter into the presence of God who, who breathed the life into humanity. You can enter into the presence of God who, who knows where the storehouses of the rain is and who commands the thunder to be struck and who's not unaware of any of our situations or any of our fear of any of our anxiety or anything that we are currently facing. Anything that you're going through, all the insecurities, all the uncertainty, all the emotion, all the anger, all the frustration you're, fa- you're, you're facing, you can enter into the presence of God. You can enter to this God of heaven and earth. And, and, and what it means to us is that when, when, when we are in Him, it means that the Holy Spirit, God Himself, comes and makes His home in us. And now we can, through faith, enter into the presence of God. And here's the amazing word. This is what you can experience in the presence of God. It brings times of refreshing. So in the presence of God, you can experience times of refreshing. Secondly, in the presence of God is the fullness of joy, not partial joy, the fullness of joy. You can come into the presence of God and experience the joy from the person who created joy, from the God who is joy. You can come into his presence and experience that with him. Imagine that that's just because there was a lamb that took away our sins and now we can enter into the presence of God. In the presence of God, you can hide. In the presence of God with all your fear, all your anxiety, all your uncertainty, everything that you're facing right now, you can go into the presence of God and you can hide in the presence of God. You can be in it and you can feel protected in the presence of God. And in the presence of God, we come and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. In the presence of God, we can come in with singing and rejoicing. And so this is the amazing part, um, family and friends, is that there was a virus that is, that is so deadly, but the Lamb of God, the compassion of God, sent His Son, the Lamb of God, to come and take away the sins of the world. And therefore, we can enter into the presence of God. And now whether you're in the Lamb of God already, whether you have accepted the Lamb of God as your Lord and Savior, or whether you have not done it, imagine this as a, as a born-again believer. Imagine that that continue, that you can continuously enter into the presence of God. I think so often we forget and so often we feel that God is distant, but we got to just enter again through faith into 
the presence of God. And we all know that this current situation is quite hectic and we are quite unaware of it. And maybe some of you are watching, you're affected with some kind of disease and some of you might even have the whole COVID-19 or whatever it may be that you might have in your life or whatever else it may be, whether it's not even a virus. I wanna encourage you with 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 that says, so now do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed. Your outer self might be wasting away. Your outer self, outer self might be affected, but it's your inner self. It's your inner person that you should be concerned about. In this time, we were so concerned about our outer hygiene, our personal hygiene, washing our hands and staying distant. But can we move to a place where we're concerned about our inner self and that our inner self is being renewed and our inner self is being, uh, having good hygiene and our inner self is being being more conformed into the image of our creator. So it's great that we're focusing on our outer self, but is our inner self being renewed day by day? Because it says, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal glory beyond all comparison. There's a light momentary affliction. There's this light moment that we're facing that all of us never thought will ever be part of. Is a moment like this in history where the whole world comes and stands with this a light. It's a light momentary affliction, but it's preparing for us a weight of glory that is beyond comparison. And so I want to conclude with this. Even though we are facing such an uncertain time, it's the blood of Jesus that has purchased us the blood of Jesus and him rising from the dead that has purchased us. And now we are able with confidence and boldness to enter into the throne of grace. And so I want to pray for two groups of people this morning. I want to pray for you if, if you have not accepted the Lamb of God who, who, has, who has come to, to rescue you from this deadly disease, who has come to, to, who has purchased you and come and given you back your identity and back your purpose and back why He made you and back into His image. And you might be in this place. And I also want to pray for the rest of us. And so if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have not accepted this Lamb of God who came and take away this deadly sin from us, this deadly virus, I want you to pray with me. So Lord, we thank you this morning, Father, just that you, that salvation is available for us, God, and that you have come to offer it for everybody who repents and turns to them, Lord, to you, Lord. And so, Father, I pray for those who are in their hearts are moved this morning who are saying, I'm, I'm not with you. I'm not with you. I'm not in you. I'm not, Lord, I, I've not experienced this. I'm not, I don't know what this presence is, God, but I want to be in there. I want to have your joy. I want to come back to my original purpose, Lord. I want to, I want to come in and hide in your presence because I'm full of fear and anxiety, God. And Father, I want to make you the Lord of my life. Father, I want to pray for those right now. And so if that is you, I want you to pray after me. God of heaven and earth, I recognize that I'm a sinner. And this morning, I repent of all my sin, known and unknown. And I turn away from everything the Bible calls sin. And I will make you, and I make you this morning, my Lord and my personal Savior of my life. And from now on, from this day forward, I would live for you every single day for your honor and for your glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And then I also want to just pray for all of us this morning. So Father, um, I thank you, Father, for this morning, Lord. 
And Lord, once again, I'm just grateful for your gift, God, the gift of salvation, the Lamb of God who came and take away the sins of the world. Father, we know that the, that the enemy has come, Satan is having this sin to kill, steal, and destroy in our lives. But Lord, it says you came to give life and life in abundance. And so Lord, I thank you for every believer out there, for every person that's listening to this. Father, I pray that you strengthen their hearts. Lord, I pray that you do something in their hearts during this lockdown. Lord, I pray that they will see a new side of you. Father, new intimacy with you, God. Father, and I pray that they will not forget, God, that you have purchased them, that no longer we are our own, Lord, but we are yours. We are bought with a price, Lord. And Father, I pray that daily every person, God, every single believer will enter into your presence. There they'll meet you in joy, God. There they'll find joy. There they'll find peace. There they'll find their refuge, God. There they'll come with songs and hymns and sing unto you. And so, Lord, I just pray that you keep every person, God, guide them, bless them, be before them, behind them, in front of them, be with them when they're coming and then they're going, Lord. I just pray your hand of protection, God, over everybody in all the world, Lord, and that we will come out of this, God, glorifying your name all the more in the name of Jesus. Amen. So thank you for watching and remain connected with us. Um, remain connected with us through our YouTube channel. So subscribe and also follow us on one of our other um, social media platforms, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. Just remain connected and remain encouraged as we keep bringing you messages to encourage you and help you to lead through this time. Also, I just want to um, bless you all, you parents that are out there taking care of the children, all of you who are on lockdown, whether you're single or just a newly married couple may you stay blessed and may God just bless you in this time and may you meet him um, in this time and just know this we're praying for you as from a church leadership side or from church we're praying for you and we love you and we are can't we are absolutely excited and we can't wait to get back to meet with you um, in a physical as coming together as a congregation so stay blessed and we love you a lot thank you for listening for more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.